Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the MI podcast. Today we'll have an interesting topic on something kind of mainstream apart from just like generally for the marketing or media audience. This is something that uh, connects with everyone and uh, you know as consumers we are using that quite a lot and basically we're getting influenced a lot by that. So what I'm talking about is two kinds of marketing with the digital age which has kind of uh, enhanced quite a lot in terms of you know connecting to a lot a lot of people and where the attention of the people is uh, it's kind of going there and it's kind of getting quite a bit of results so what i'm talking about is firstly we have moment marketing and uh, meme marketing so moment marketing specifically in this discussion uh, we look at uh, something which is happening within the moment it's in a pop culture it could be in politics sports or something but something which has been in the news and has got a lot of traction and how a brand kind of spins it into you know their story and puts it out there um meme marketing would be um, you know something just popular a, a video which a snippet which has gone viral it could be a part of a movie an interview a vlog or any kind of online content which is obviously videos and uh, people are kind of they find something funny quirky in it and they have shared it quite a lot and uh, the same way brands can put their own spin on spin on it and then put out their uh, story so uh, you see now how this kind of is used within your marketing earlier it was a case where okay we are also going to be part of it it was kind of an unstructured approach to today you have meme marketing managers who are appointed in companies so this is the kind of transformation that is taking place and obviously as a marketer also what is happening in the moment you have kind of um, you know pay attention to that and have your campaigns uh, somewhere around that right so you get that attention because it is an attention economy if people are paying attention to a certain thing that is happening something around that would uh, you know lead to more views eyeballs what is uh, you know marketing and media about that you're getting that particular attention Awesome. So to discuss this, I have with me uh, Rashika Das. Hi, Rashika. Hi, Nikhil. How are you? I'm doing good. Awesome, Rashika. So, Rashika, where are you joining us from? So I am in Bombay, and uh, in Bombay, I'm from Dubai. It's the startup hub. <laughs> so yes, I'm joining That's from right. you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, Rashika, to the audience, a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know where you all studied for this. your background what all uh, maybe some work things you've done and uh, uh, i think you're part of uh, you know um, women's group also you know like on in the industry so something about that also so everything the audience will know a little want to know a little bit more about absolutely so uh, to start off with uh, nikhil in this last 10 years what i've done is i have pursued digital marketing right from learning to executing to doing a lot of campaigns now i think i finally established myself as a digital marketing strategist since a few years and this but amalab uh, i've done this in the last 10 years but 10 mm. years before that i was someone who used to hate marketing mm. i have been i have spent a good amount of time thinking why marketers do what they do um mm. so I'll take you to that time. This is like twenty years back. 
So I come from a business background. I'm a business family, and uh, mm. that time businesses were traditionally run, right? And mm. uh, everyone that time used to feel that the most important department that gets in revenue is sales. So I was mm. a sales person. I started my career into sales, and I used mm. to feel if the your business, business uh, like your family was in what kind of business? So they went to export import, proper logistics. Okay. And uh, okay. So you so worked for your family also a little bit time, like understanding yes, the business. Okay. I did. Okay, I did. Okay. Uh, I worked with my dad for uh, a couple of years. I was with him for two years, and then hmm. uh, I think he slowly realized that potential of uh, me not being in the company will be much better. <laughs> That's so it. But you were handling something within like general management or some particular department. I was taking care of the business development. Same thing, sales entirely. Okay, okay. Uh, getting Achha. in touch with people, getting uh, consignments. So I used to take care of that. That's right. So you had a like, say, you had a thing like you've been always like a more people's person and somebody who has a lot of friends, connects, and all. So that is something that has been with you. Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, as a child only, I've always been very extrovert. I've loved mm. talking to people. I've loved knowing their stories. So I think that is why why sales was also like something that came very naturally to me. Yes. And, uh, from there, uh, uh, so I was doing sales and I really hated marketing at that point of time. But there mm -hmm. was somebody who came up to me and they said, "Ki Rashika, the world is turning digital." And this was way mm -hmm. before COVID had hit us. So That's it's turning right. digital. You should start marketing. I mean, you should try because understanding psychology, understanding what mm -hmm. people are. In a group, that was also something that used to intrigue me a lot. That's right. Yeah, I, I think ten years back, uh, we I, like in terms of when I had also done a particular course where you were like, you know, those digital marketing, lot of these, uh, which they are now pretty big, like these institutes, they had just started coming up in terms of because there's a demand of the digital marketing professionals yeah. which was coming through, right? So yeah, yeah I think yeah. you might have done some of. One of that courses only. Absolutely, HubSpot being one of them. Uh, I have I've taken over HubSpot in my initial days. I've done almost all courses they've ever had, because hmm. uh, so I'll get to that actually. Um, hmm. So I'll tell you the transition. So uh -huh. I was a salesperson, and people were telling me to do a marketing. And you know, sales and marketing are like arch enemies. They don't hmm. they don't really go hand in hand. And for a That's very right. long period of time, I had both of them inside me. Uh, so um, okay. So when this person told me that you know you should get into digital marketing or marketing, I said why not? Let's try it out because if everybody's saying it that that's the need of the art, why not? I started doing an internship with an organization, but it did not click that well because at that time, mm. if you remember, it was majorly Facebook. Every business was trying to be on Facebook because Instagram, mm. Twitter, and all that wasn't as uh, as high in the market as everyone would mm. use like to use. But that time also, it was all about getting likes and comments. And in my head, I was like, these things won't get me sales. So I was again mm. against marketing. I was like, no, no, this is not not something that I don't think can uh, fit into my uh, uh, area of uh, expertise. So let me not do it. But because you are seeing that maybe at that time that value to the business is not something yeah. that is happening. So maybe you didn't want to be a part of that in terms of that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, for me, that the thought was very bizarre. Like brands hmm. are paying money just to get posts, some likes, and comments. 
that wasn't That's really right. turning into anything now i do understand the uh, importance of having likes and comments but at that point mm. of time nothing mm. really was turning around with it so it did not connect that well with me but i met somebody uh, he told me that you know i will teach you digital marketing as it is and i mm. will make it you are someone who likes things in a very data driven matter and i will teach you digital marketing in that way so he uh, he allowed me to be in his company i learned under him i saw how to do digital marketing and that's when i realized that sales gets in revenue that is true but you need marketing to get in more revenue so the amount mm. of sales you can do with the help of marketing was crazy and that's mm. what intrigued me i like why should i just go one on one and one just trying talk to everyone why can't i just go digital so hmm. the transition that i did was the first thing that i started doing was email marketing because coming from sales email hmm. marketing was the first thing that was similar on both grounds so i started with email marketing and slowly and steadily i started learning about all the other avenues of digital marketing uh, executing them understanding what the challenges failed a lot of times tried a lot many things new new things that were keep coming that that was going on i used to try all of them i used to fail miserably but i've learned a lot with all of my failures that i've executed that's right and, and you've been somebody who is trying different things always you're not get bogged down by there's a certain thing that didn't work like you keep pushing at it different kind of ab testing uh, different uh, introspection also that certain thing didn't work we can do something like you are some of that kind of a positive outlook that you have absolutely and mm. uh, this approach was was in, inherited in me because i was always a very data driven person i was mm. always very what is happening what is not happening did we get any kind of number mm. if we did not get why is that we did not get so optimization was also something that came very naturally to me so doing all that i today stand with a company of my own which is called the urban chief which is a digital marketing firm in bombay which has worked more than 40 brands in its uh, tenure all right so saying that i also have a talk show with all the where i get entrepreneurs on my channel and i get them to talk about their struggle time uh this i realized in these 20 years when i was working with a lot of startups i was i myself had started the urban chief i was seeing that all of us have a thought and we want to do something but every day almost every day four out of five people might feel that they wish to discontinue but they have a will to be successful but the transition between that wish and that will is very hard sometimes it drains you off and that very minute you need someone who can share their story who can tell you some good motivational things that can give you a kick start and that is exactly mm. why i started uh, this talk show with entrepreneurs and i was capturing their mindset or i was capturing what they do when they are low what do they do mm. when days are not okay so that mm. others hustlers and all those budding entrepreneurs that are coming up they can watch this when they are at their lowest so that mm. is why it's also called jump start with rashika das i was doing that then uh, i am also a digital creator so i do reels on my mm. platform where all in these tenures all the com all the complex marketing stra- strategies concepts that i've heard of i try to break that down in simpler language so that becomes easier mm. for people to execute mm-hmm. uh, i'm saying this i've recently uh, been 
I, I've been fortunate enough to be recently been titled as the state president of Maharashtra Marketing Council. So in this coming year, that is 2024, which is going to be very challenging and exciting because I am going to execute some great events for women along with my 21 other council members where we are going to focus majorly on the challenges that women face and how can we overcome those challenges. So yeah, that's, that's about right. That's in a business context, right? When they are trying to set up something or it could be a case where it's just like a revenue generation, like you're part of a certain business also. And that could be like, um, so within that, like you can just say some of the events, like what is it about the agenda in the events? Sure. Okay. Uh, so Nikhil, uh, these events are majorly, first of all, these events are going to be all online events. Uh, but these are not just going to be like business aspects. They're also going to be personal aspects where women are just trying to have like a better lifestyle or have like a peaceful mind. Now that I am a mother of a four month old baby, I know as a mother, uh, you have a lot of things that are going on in your head and you don't find that mm -hmm. peace of mind. So those are also some uh, areas that we're going to capture in our uh, events. And we're going to help women understand how they can see clearly then uh, mm. we are also going to have events for professionals because so we are dealing with the Maharashtra region and I have to tell you that in a lot of outskirts or a lot of places apart from Bombay there are women who are who have some brilliant idea they have some great uh, thoughts on how they what they want to do and they've also started but they don't know how to scale they don't know how to price themselves. They don't know how to present themselves to present their product. So these are mm. also some challenge points that I am going that we as a council are going to address and we're going to help women understand how to do all of these and be successful. That's right. What would be your kind of advice for women in terms of, you know, in it could be the corporate career also uh, looking at being a valuable person in the company and growing that or it could be like setting up uh you know a business of your own and growing that like in terms of if not the financial aspects like a skill-based thing or an improvement of personality how does that develop in a woman how does that develop in a woman that's okay right. so um very first thing that i tell everybody that i interact mm. with is to have confidence confidence mm. is something uh, that every every human has it within them. It's just maybe because of the environment, maybe because of uh, where our background, maybe because of ourselves, mm -hmm. that confidence does not come up. Come out mm -hmm. when you when you have just believe that you have that confidence and then do it. Mm -hmm. You will automatically see yourself grow up or climb up the ladder. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing that I really tell every woman and that, that is definitely there's the inhibition many women have that in it maybe it's conditioning whatever so that builds up inhibition that's why they're not able to like um, take maybe action on those things that their talents or skills are absolutely see because confidence is such a it, it's a big word but you know the game that confidence plays you might have a very good skill inside you you might be very talented you might know how to uh, I, I can in fact tell you, I we had uh, spoken to someone from Nagpur. She, she was doing a business. She was doing. She was into fashion, 
and she had great sense of numbers but uh, the only reason she was stuck over there and she was not growing is because she wasn't confident enough that she has that talent nobody really told her that she is good at it what i've also seen um could be a bad thing could be whatever but we don't really uh happen to appreciate a lot of times we don't happen to appreciate women's business skills we mm. tell them that you know you got to learn this you need to know how to take care of your home you need to know how to feed your baby but nobody really appreciates them on business acumen and mm. but if there is confidence then they identify that and then that's when they excel very well that's right like within a group also it helps where um you have those like minded women and they are kind of appreciating you or there is a um kind of a, at least certain i've seen certain sessions where you have business people that say uh, they are more uh, the women they are more complimentary to each other you know in that setting like uh, and uh, they appreciate it a lot because it takes a lot of pain especially as an entrepreneur and you get a bit of appreciation and a uh you know like from the other people you know bit of encouragement that really uh, you know helps that that's why i think both men and women in that but yes definitely <laughs> that is the case um within the, yeah because i'm i'm standing there right now but yes that is true it happens with both genders men and women they both uh, encounter the same issues that's it that's it yeah yeah i feel like definitely women they should look at it it i think grows yourself as a personality also uh within that sometimes a woman will take that is you know if they are married or then they will not have their own career which is even means in bigger cities also it's happening but i think apart from the financial aspect maybe you have a husband who is earning a lot and all but i think it grows yourself also as a person and you get more satisfaction i feel so uh and i feel a person changes for the better with ambition so yes. if you are not have any ambition to do anything you will not change things within you to grow right Absolutely. so whatever target that is so definitely that is something to look into and definitely they can look at uh, maybe being a member of applying uh, in uh, wiki is the group right yes wiki is the group it's called uh, uh, women uh, women indian uh chamber of commerce and industry so, that's right yes wiki is the group wiki awesome. is the branch yes that's right so we'll get to our um, point of discussion within this uh, podcast so firstly i think rashika will clarify i just give a little bit of my two cents on moment marketing so if you could like tell us a little bit of uh, you know about a little bit about it and its relevance absolutely uh so nikhil right like you said moment marketing is about events and everything that is happening currently right it's exactly that um you know when we started doing uh, marketing like our normal ways of marketing we've always told ourselves guys come up with content that is relevant to people guys come mm-hmm. up with content that people can relate to uh something that they know that's happening they can match with right moment marketing does exactly that what it basically does it's like you can call it like a hack uh for marketing because what moment marketing helps you is it helps you be relatable to people now what exactly is moment marketing just as the word says moment right 
in the current time in the real time scenario whatever moments are happening in the world that could be any event that's happening there's news there could be any cultural sports or you know any entertainment form of event that's happening or moment that's happening where people are relating to or people are liking or getting entertained of capturing that moment creating a marketing collateral around that moment and spreading it out is called moment marketing uh if i have to give you an example um if you remember in 2013 2013 there was a very big blackout that happened in india um at that point of time what oreo did was it had created like a graphic a black graphic and they had like an oreo there and it said like uh, you can dunk the uh, cookie in the dark so even mm. though it's dark you can still take a dunk so mm. it was like the moment they had taken that moment and they were marketing their product on that particular moment but mm. one important aspect that i think uh, applies in moment marketing is is you cannot take every moment and create a marketing collateral around it you have to take mm. the moment that reflects with your target audience if it is something mm. that does not reflect to your target audience you do whatever with that moment your audience is not going to look into it right mm-hmm. so it's important you identify the event and then it's very important you identify whether your audience is interacting with that event or not that's so, yeah. right amul i think the pioneers in moment marketing have been amul yes earlier when you used to have the oh the ads that were there on the billboards we used to see in even in the newspapers so a uh, funny spin on it right with yes. uh, obviously a, a funny cartoon made around uh, you know the moment so yeah they have been the pioneers and today i would feel it's something like rehashed versions only where what oreo is doing or some other company does that um, around that i think everyone is having some of the other version that uh, you know they use like if you see over the past year the events like for example most popular event was the moon landing that happened chandraya yes. so we saw on social media all um, you know the at least the creatives made the they were very interesting animated uh, banners and it was maybe a spin of what uh this thing and definitely the engagement is a bit more if we as marketers if we analyze it uh because it, it, that is something at that moment is being talked about and you it's like you kind of uh gravitate towards that when there is an interesting version of it right so yeah definitely um that can be a kind of a part of the strategy but um um Kill, what do you said that i'm yes. so sorry uh there there i was just reading one of the research is uh, research articles um in fact in uk so this research was done in uk or uk marketers they said that whenever you do moment marketing or when whenever they have done moment marketing they seen a 26% hike every time matlab mm-hmm. 20 to 26% of uh, more engagement that they get and it's exactly mm-hmm. like by the reason is like you said right because people because it's happening at that very minute it's there in their mind and if you see something pop up of that same event you're easily mm. going to relate to it so yeah that's so, right yeah the moment marketing in your strategy definitely helps to increase your uh, conversion uh, it's not not conversion as in money wise conversion but app mm. definitely visitor conversion that you get or recall 
uh, your brand gets recalled to many more people than it is used to that's it marketers can obviously we have to be on your toes because when you have a normal marketing strategy you laid down your content calendar moment is something that just comes up you have to be alert to it and then have a process in place where there's a great coordination between the marketing department creative even approval based higher management that this happens kind of swiftly because if you kind of miss the moment then, then uh, if it's over a week then it's totally gone there's no uh, traction that's going to happen yeah. yeah so it just has to be a uh, within a couple of days like say if uh, you are talking about the chandraya event happening um if it was on a monday by let's be honest if thursday happens and your creative is not ready i think you shouldn't go into publishing go anything <laughs> yeah that yeah. is it. there is, there should be a proper process to uh, having the moment marketing because that's right it is in the moment it's in that mm. very minute if you miss that slot then that moment marketing is no more moment marketing actually that's right and in this kind of when i give an example you know it was going to more or less happen right yes. so you should have been kind of ready right. maybe the same day only put your creative so there will be moments where you know it's somehow the other that's going to happen like there are many ones where it's not like a surprise element that something um no is happened out of the you know kind of like say if india is playing a particular match there is I, there is a chance they're going to win it then around a creative that or if in sports we observe that right like when you if neeraj chopra is is in the final you know there's a chance he's going to win that medal so there were a lot of brands they were ready with that uh, creatives at that time awesome so rashika let's cover meme marketing then like how what is it about and how kind of marketers can use it sure so um, okay now uh, how i'll i okay i'll tell you a little about meme marketing but before i tell you about meme marketing let me introduce the word real time marketing okay hmm. so now what is real time marketing just as the name says it's if it's happening in real time if it's happening now capture the moment and do marketing towards it right mm -hmm. so if there's events there's news there's uh, like we said any entertainment happening any sports that's happening and if there's a moment over there uh, you capture that and you start doing marketing when you do that it's called moment marketing correct but in that moment marketing if you make anything humorous if you make it like a little funny or in a comic way that becomes meme marketing mm -hmm. at the same time so what what we've seen if there's so the event, humor element is important when you're saying it's a meme there has to be a humor in it humor absolutely yeah. then if it is meme if it is if there's no humor then it's proper moment marketing if there is yeah, a yes. humor that won't be a meme then yeah yes and uh, if it is only news let's say that we are not taking consideration of any event that's happening or anything we're just taking news and making in uh, collateral about it then it becomes news jacky so all these are different type of real time marketing meme hmm. marketing is specifically more uh, in uh, in uh, conversation nowadays among all the marketers actually since a while why because hmm. of the fact that it is humor that it has humor hmm. and with over the period of time we've noticed th that audiences attention span hmm. has reduced what they connect with or relate to has also reduced until and unless it's funny if there's something funny your audience quickly take it out because it's something that lightens them up in this 
fast pacing pace world where you're working where you're tired where you where you're doing so many things something that's funny will always grab your attention that is why me mostly is very in uh, uh, play okay so but um, rashika in terms of um, you know when you look at you know like you are doing the strategy of meme marketing because now uh, even professionals are being hired which are like a meme manager and all so what are we kind of looking at like in terms of firstly as an eye for these particular content and some like even if you say hired somebody like what are the qualities required in that person that that they are suited for this kind of meme marketing strategies and all okay so uh uh very first thing yes if you are a big company if you are a b2c big company uh, you need to have like a different team who can run your meme marketing because like we just spoke it has to happen at that very moment the things are happening that uh, event is happening or whatever you have to create a meme around it mm. if your team is busy doing something else and they've missed out on this moment then there is no yeah uh, that's what happens because when we all are like we are doing the mainstream major marketing activities it's something like you're not maybe alert to it unless think okay you are focused as a social media manager even then uh, you maybe if you are an executive or something you assign that duty you are more in the lookout for it it is, has to be a part of somewhere your profile absolutely absolutely yes, yes. Uh, so when you look out for team members like this for for yes. your meme marketing you need to see uh, one that person is highly active on social media because uh you need to know what is happening in in mm. form of trends social media catches up certain things that social media mm. posts has. so you need to know mm. what is catching up so you need to be uh good on social media second thing your creative head needs to be someone who can think out of the box mm. it needs to be someone who likes to challenge their creativeness with every post um mm. so i can tell you about one of the brands uh, which is called the minimalist they have cracked me marketing uh, mm. i had the opportunity to meet the creative head uh, mm. over there and he told me his routine his routine was basically when he is not working he is constantly either grasping some knowledge from social media to see what creativity is roaming around or mm. be a part of a creative group where they all mm. like think about what are the different ways to show something humorous the third thing is also um the kind of liking or hobbies that this person had mm. was more towards like uh, comedy stand ups or mm. uh, graphical designing uh, shows and yes, competitions so i think when you are trying to get somebody in the team for me hmm. they have to be one on the on their toes they have to be very energetic they have to have like a complete good mindset of having humorous and creative things um and someone i think an extrovert could be like a right choice for your team when it comes to meme marketing um i was reading one of the article lately uh, netflix Uh, of course netflix is a big company all together and they have like good resources so they have like different departments on each of their platforms and then they have an entire inside that they have like a setup for their uh, meme marketing and mm. 
what we me marketing like what we've discussed is missing out on the port on that time gap right now how do they ensure that the team does not miss out on that time gap is this set up a process hmm. so in this process and their process is not very stringent on getting approvals they don't get hmm. uh, they don't have a very stringent approval process they have a very simple process where there is a checklist there's a guidelines made that okay if there's something trending is it appealing to our audience if it is appealing to our audience then you have to create a graphic but it has to be as per brand guidelines that means not just your font not just your size not just your colors but also the tonality of the brand uh, how does the brand interact with the audience what is that language what is uh, what what is the style of the language that you have to take care and most importantly that they had mentioned was the do nots what they cannot do so when you make a creative i know you're going through this checklist and this is done but there is a very little space of understanding what you cannot do amongst all those things so you also have to go through that those checklists that okay i cannot be offensive to certain things i cannot be uh, i cannot say these things maybe because i'm hmm. brand does not stand for those uh, uh, hmm. those emotions or uh, expressions so that is the process that netflix cracks uh, that next netflix has cracked in fact that's right today netflix is one of the biggest uh, company in meme marketing um, if you know netflix has an entire uh, uh, chamber itself it's called netflix is a joke they have like an instagram handle called netflix as a is a joke what they mm. do is they, they already have a lot of content they have content mm. in their platform they make memes of the content that they create and they create mm. entire uh, this thing called netflix is a joke and they've started posting their memes on those platform on those uh, channels handles that's right now uh, rashika in terms of uh, obviously this has been fueled from um, gen z which is like born into the digital age you are using it since um, i wouldn't recommend like children using but like just say when they enter the college they have mobile phones and they are kind of active on social media and uh, they are communicating in memes like i've seen so many you know whatsapp groups and all where uh, that is the way they kind of they, i think they nowadays if you search online anything you kind of uh, they have like a search engine you can get a meme and then put that image into your uh, chat yes. and all so what what do you feel but has been the reason that the gen z guys who are born into the digital age they are so much like connected to memes uh so again i think over the period of time what has hmm. happened is in our daily processes hmm. being funny or able to smile and laugh has hmm. is lost and that hmm. is exactly what gen z is trying to encash on they hmm. know what is that right string to uh, to hold on to to make hmm. somebody uh, feel good feel relatable right and more than anything today um they have the resources to do that like you said whatsapp mm. if i even even say yeah. everybody else even if i have to speak to somebody and if i want somebody to feel good about it or some somebody to feel light about certain things mm. what what do we do we go to gifs we find out the right meme and then yeah. we share it 
that that feeling that emotion can be passed on and i think being funny is what people like today mm. being serious being and uh, i think within means the relevancy and um the humor aspect both come in uh and to get the response and i feel like when you posted the people feel yeah there is some effort towards the content also they feel he has very good meme he has come up with yes right so that there is a certain line just you are distributing you know like a generic banner or a sticker or emojis and all that has a high impact absolutely in fact if you know when even when we are chatting somebody is just given us a sticker of happy diwali you might hmm. not be as uh, in uh, yeah. wanting like check it out but somebody who sent you a meme which is very funny and real regarding the diwali. diwali yeah yes. they like it a little more they will want to interact with you so that's the that's need it. of the app is why i think uh, <laughs> it's it's that's also it. a, a thing that is flowing for gen z but yeah i think it's that's just right. the app for everybody that's right um so rashika the we touched a little bit upon it we'll go deeper in it is the timing aspect like how do you set up uh, you know like a process in place where you identifying the particular meme and then you are executing it through maybe a creative team and then this thing how do you kind of uh, work this out efficiently so that uh, a meme generally can till the time is relevant only it's kind of you get that impact on it you are executing it on time and with a decent amount of reach okay uh, so like like we discussed uh, so uh, what what the the thing is it's the time right the crucial factor is the time i know uh, like we spoke about netflix but netflix is a big company so they can afford what about small yeah. companies so when it is a small company or this is what i have been doing in my you have a team for marketers right uh, who execute all of it at least have two people who are only doing meme marketing uh, so mm. you can have like a content writer you can have like a creative ad who's who's uh, taking care of making creatives mm. now what is the first thing that so there's an entire process for this the very first thing that uh, people need to do is people first need to be aware of the trends that is happening now um, how do we stay aware of the trends that is happening right because it shouldn't be like oh somebody has told me about this trend and that trend has gone away and i haven't done anything about it hmm. so very first thing be absolutely be available on social media on social media like or interact with trending things so that your hmm. feed constantly having those trending topics on hmm. your phone so that you know That's that right. also like there are certain channels who are posting what is trending right so right. you know follow those kind of channels or influencers absolutely in fact there are so many good uh, uh, social media accounts itself that uh, hmm. have good uh, uh, they are very quick with their uh, trend posting and also be a, be follow them know what's happening mm. second uh, i would say google alerts again my amazing tool you just have to go put down what you are what do you need and they'll give you the trends uh third what i utilize is uh, my um, i so in my team what i do is i utilize my team very well on catching up with trends so 
let's say um, so we have a stand up every morning before we start our work so let's say if we to start our work at 9 o'clock at 9:30 everyone's coming for a stand up where they take a minute to talk about what are they going to do and what are the challenges mm. that but before they mm. say anything of that sort they have to share with the entire team as to what mm. did they learn new today what is new that is happening in the market today and they share so first of all uh, i have a yeah i think that is a bit better because i have been part of so many companies where that is a very boring meeting that they have yes and it's like people are not even prepared or they come with like structured points here at least when you give a bit of a freedom of you know what new things are there at least there's a bit of excitement they bring something more to the meeting but uh, trust me when i tell this to them the first time they are all uh, in a panic state because oh shit what how do we get something new? but when they start doing it is when they realize that this is fun mm. it's good to that's be on it. top of news so that's it so it just does not help me but helps them to be aware of so many things and be smart it also helps uh hmm. when when you know things that is there that is trending in the market you feel confident like what we were discussing earlier hmm. confidence and feeling smart is something that also happens through this so i feel that's a very nice way of doing it and uh, it. so the it's like a more elderly age people when what is the most common things they talk is a news a political huh. news or something so if you want to be in the group of like the youngsters or the a group of whatever you have to know what's happening in the trending topics memes yeah. and all that and <laughs> so yeah in that angle you can look at uh, yes. gaining more knowledge in that yeah so yes that then the the fourth thing that i also do is uh, i i constantly make sure if not me then somebody in the team is going for events or conferences not events more specifically conferences because conferences that happen they happen on something that is going to happen in future and it's a very good way to understand where the world is moving which direction it's moving and when you know that it's moving in that direction in the back of your mind you know that something can happen and you'll be constantly following it for coming up seeing what news what is new there and what can i capture over there so these four things i think are absolutely needed when uh, in in your meme marketing team that they should have uh, they should have ways to be on top of trends once you do that so that is the first step the second step like i mentioned that um, once you know what's trending you need to know that if that trending topic is striking a chord with your audience because mm. if it is not then it makes no sense for you to go ahead and do it uh, i can mm. even give you an example unless the topic is so big that you can't avoid it yeah you can't avoid it correct mm. uh, but uh, nikhil talking of that i think uh, that also goes wrong so i remember if you remember this uh, very famous line which says rasode mein kaun tha yeah so i think uh, one of the banks had done this they were talking about uh, one of their services one of their offerings that's right. and that and was i think a meme that was uh, flooded like in terms of it was trending number one for uh, yes. i think almost 2 3 weeks 2 3 <laughs> yes yeah. that's, uh, that's, so and so they talking about their offering mm. and suddenly they put the sodium mm. account 
तो देर वॉज नो क्लिक देर वॉज नो रिलेशन टू दैट प्रोडक्ट देर वॉज नो रिलेशन विद दैट मी एंड इट रियली डिड नॉट स्ट्राइक द स्ट्रिंग विथ देर ऑडियंस because hmm. there was no relation so it is very nice i think they maybe didn't execute it well because there was some meat within that where you can look at it where uh with bank customers and all because it's a huge market so yeah. um yeah, yeah i think they didn't execute it well yeah yeah maybe if you happen to like uh, thinking out loud maybe if you could uh, happen to like capture it towards like towards your um Uh, women uh, who are having accounts who don't like uh, who who are housemakers but have uh, mm. you want to strike a uh, thing with them maybe there is something that you could have been creative and you could have used it mm. but the entire point being that uh, it should be relevant to your audience it should mm. make sense with your audience plus your products and service so it's not just ki ha my audience will understand it they also i also need to make a creative collateral around that uh, event in such a way that it makes sense for me to project my products there so that link needs to be there so that is the second step third step like i said um, you should have entire guidelines you should have a checklist You should have a checklist of once you made the creative, you need to go through your brand guidelines. Whether it's going as per your brand guidelines, it's going as per your brand tonality, and uh, if if it's not being uh, against your style of your brand, that's when you can start doing these things in a faster way. Otherwise, what do we do? We create something. We feel okay. This is nice. Let's go send it for approval. Let's see what that person is saying. By the time that person checks, uh, sees it, brings it back for some other changes, and then again it's changed, and again it goes for approval. The entire moment collapses, and that entire system does not work. So yes, it's very important that you have a process, and it's very important that you have the right people. You've selected the right people for this particular role. i can't just uh, just stand up one day i can't just tell one of my uh, content writer let's say i have a content writer in the um, uh, in the finance industry who writes a serious topic every now and then i can't just get make sure uh, tell my finance content writer to start making memes one day because the entire mindset is completely different they are very oh. serious they are very uh, professional in the way they make their content but at the same time if i have someone from the entertainment world or i have someone who keeps uh, keeps having like a light uh, light uh, minded uh, creatives going on someone like that would fit a perfect role so it's a proper balance between the process and the team members that you have for making sure that it's uh, happening on time that's right great so rashika in terms of these like when you're creating these memes and all you obviously encourage there has to be some kind of a uh, process from your side that other than the like and shares and all some other way also they can engage with your content you know like uh, create like you create your own trend right by putting it out there so how do you think like what what all things are there in this approach so uh, okay let me get this uh, correct so you want to know uh, how we can make others create memes for yeah. us is yeah is, is, our user generated like content can increase with that like uh, something that we've said uh, and 
around that like the meme also it could be on a trending meme but like our version of it and then we are encouraging them in that same space to create our particular followers okay so one i think uh, user generated content uh, sorry user generated memes is very common in the entertainment world hmm. uh, sports world and entertainment world where people like something they see a moment they see something that's happening and they generate memes automatically that's happening at a very big scale by itself but uh, apart from entertainment and uh, sports if you see uh one of the best ways i think a user generated content uh, sorry user generated meme can happen is through contest now uh, if i have to give you an example um years back starbucks had a contest done um they had a contest where cups were given to every user and they had to design their cups and put it on social media with the hashtag to be a part of the contest and whoever wins gets like a reward now what i think i'm again thinking this out very loud by myself uh what i think if they have to create memes on it what they could do is have like a second round of the same contest let's say ask all your users to make a cup i mean uh, design the cup uh you can have steps for them one design the cup second there are a lot of tools that can help you create memes in a very easy manner so mm-hmm. what they can say is choose the funniest meme for your cup so just go mm. to hop on to this link add your image choose the meme that you want add your image and post it out uh on social media with our hashtag whichever meme gets the most interaction wins the contest so i think with that also you can imagine the number of people generating memes only for starbucks so contest i think is one of the greatest way to have user generated memes right now that's right yeah the hashtags they can um, suggest they this thing yeah so the hashtag has to be used so that in the content exactly. you are you are getting tagged and that the numbers increase absolutely uh, i think what they can that's do is every time somebody is buying like a starbucks from there with whom they giving they can have like a small card given which has like steps mm. already like step 1 design step 2 uh, select your name step 3 put it on social media and make sure to tag us with this particular hashtag and i think that a good number of views generated content uh, memes can come up that's right um so um rachika as a marketer what are you looking at once you've done a particular been part of a, a meme campaign um what do you look at in terms of the figures or this thing like when you having a discussion if there is a certain amount of time energy and resources gone into uh, you know creating that particular campaign what how are you discussing it with uh, say a uh, ceo of a company that this is an impact that has happened so i think uh, nikhil this is a question that uh, almost all founders have in their mind if you're going to do this if you're investing what are we getting in return uh, now fortunately or unfortunately meme marketing cannot be the only stand alone point to help you generate revenue social media we say there are two type of matrix one is result oriented matrix and the other one is vanity matrix now result oriented matrix as we all know is number of sales that has happened number of people who visited our website vanity matrix is on a diff- uh, is more like how many shares did we get how many followers did we get how many comments did we receive 
so hmm. vanity matrix is to understand what was the impact of your marketing on people now at that very minute when people see the meme they're not just going to simply go to your product and start buying stuff but what it's mm-hmm. actually going to do is today is one of uh, if the customer or if the prospects like your post from that day onwards you're sure that whatever you post is going to go in their feed if it is funny mm-hmm. again so you're getting more views you're definitely mm-hmm. getting more eyeballs you're definitely getting more followers you're definitely making a name in the market it's more like if you have to think about moment marketing or meme marketing you have to think about its impact in the sense of branding you know how branding creates an impact on people mm. meme marketing and moment marketing also does the same thing but mm. there is still a way to convert all this into uh, numbers that is mm. of course you have your numbers as to how many likes did we get and that is also crucial to note that uh, i think uh tracking how many likes we get how many comments did we get how many impression where all were we placed is also an important aspect why uh which also i feel that a lot of brands don't do they uh, they feel that this is these are metrics that shouldn't be considered because it does not give you revenue mm. but what happens when you do meme marketing and moment marketing especially uh, you have to do this because you tend to un- you get an idea as to which campaign was actually do performing better which campaign is not so i know now that what content uh, does mm. my audience interact with so i know my next campaign i know if there's something that if let's say if i've posted something about dogs and i've posted something about cats and uh, i've gotten more likes or connections towards dogs and not on cats i know the next meme that i'll make will not have cats in it especially so uh, it's very important that we understand which campaign was doing well that is why we have mm. to uh check our matrix now what is the next thing next thing is once i know that uh, you know i've put down moment marketing uh, put down my collateral on social media and people have started reacted to it and i've gotten good number of uh, likes and comments what is the next step the next step is i am going to have a retargeting ad on my platform so everybody who interacted with my post will start getting now uh uh they they'll start getting they'll get to see more posts from my end now these posts could be something which is related to my products and service directly so that i can convert them uh to becoming my customer or there's another way which is i still feel that in that funnel might not have a lot of people to buy from me because yes to like something from this brand now this doing ads and they are popping up in front of me again and i might not want to buy from them again i mean i might not want to buy from them right now but in that case what we can do is run an ad not for your product or service run an ad for a downloadable so uh, let's say if i have ran a meme on something which is uh, let's say i have an apparel store and i've ran a good uh, i've done like a meme marketing and i've gotten a good amount of eyeballs to my uh, platform now i do a uh, app which basically gives them um a downloadable of some sort uh, which which could interest them maybe something about fashion tips um uh, and they download it so now what is happening is i'm getting the email id whenever they download it i will ask for the email id what i've done is i've done meme marketing i've done i've done meme marketing to get visitors i mean get eyeballs 
I've done ads to get their uh, emails, which is my lead generation. And now I will use these emails to nurture them through newsletters. Or if I am doing WhatsApp marketing, then instead of emails, I will ask them to give me their numbers. And then I will start nurturing them through WhatsApp as and I'll try and understand what can I give them for them to become my uh, customer. Mm -hmm. Especially and you know when they're downloading certain things from me, you know that they're interested in this thing. So my next mm. newsletter or my next WhatsApp message that will go will also be pertaining towards or will also be circular, uh, uh, revolving around that content. So now I'm um, training their mind as to first believe in see me, then believe in mm. me, and now buy from from me. That's right. Yeah, I think the. It's basically the content bucket. So I feel today's day and age, you will get uh, all your leads, sales, attention, all that from the content itself. So like if you have designed your content in different buckets over a period of time, say a month, you analyze, um, obviously it's easier in an online business that what is the traffic that has gone uh, in that month from like if it's run a meme campaign in a particular area or region or whatever it is, you can kind of analyze these things that if the content is working or not or how much it is working from that. So accordingly, you can see, but it has to be see, because um, your buckets, that is the expertise of the marketing person or whoever is the content head. If there is a specific uh, individual within that, how he distributes it like um, meme would definitely come under more entertaining content category. But um, it has become like when we say the three things that is informational or entertainment or educational, we have to have all these three. So it has to work. It can't be like this one is working or not. All three have to be uh, yes. there. Like we are, no one is interested in when you're talking about yourself. Like even B2B companies are noticing that. So uh, what strategy overall is working, right? You can't take it like it's like a recipe. You can't say that, okay, yeah, uh, I've made this so the in the burger, the patty is better than the sauce or the yeah. salad and all that, uh, bun and all. If it's as together it's working, so that would then, okay, in terms of going ahead, I can use this recipe basically. Yes, yes, absolutely. So it all makes that so you mm. you remember uh, if you know i mean of course you know uh the entire journey the customer journey right it's mm. getting the stranger to becoming a visitor to becoming a lead then a customer mm. and when you're getting somebody to visit you you have to have something that is more of uh humor or something that they can relate to so meme marketing moment marketing play a very good role in that aspect getting people to our site but yes you need to have other uh, like you said the entire recipe right. end of the day it is top of the funnel content definitely yes. so obviously if over a period of time if you are seeing maybe your memes are not getting that attention you will have to maybe look at your strategy or the yes. people working on it or how they are doing it because it is working for a lot of people and it is now become mainstream as uh you know what we mentioned about the meme uh, managers and all these that yes. being hired and also uh, it's something which has become so mainstream now and a younger audience is kind of consuming it so much that it has to be part of this now how you execute it is how you that is the challenge within that that is why tracking is such an important aspect right everything that mm. you do you have to track to see whether yeah. it's working or not working just seeing them 
will not help you identify whether you're doing the right thing or you're doing the wrong noting those numbers noting mm. okay this campaign actually got me these many likes these campaign did not get me these uh, many comments that is a very 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 important factor in any kind of marketing or strategizing that we do today that's right i think the days are gone of spray and pray kind of thing and you just getting you know um, i won't even say inspired you're like just copying what a competitor is doing and then putting it out yeah. there so yeah i mean you have to get deep i think that is where a marketing professional their skill level and how you just them would count that how granular or focused you are getting in your approach and uh, right. you have a like a strategy in place basically like which you yes. can communicate to the higher management and i matlab in the journey i mean we keep telling ourselves that you have to see what your competitor is doing maybe try and replicate it but there are times when 99% of what has actually worked for them will might not work for you the reason is because you and the other competitor might be in the same uh, market might be in the same field but you also have to see the resources that you have the resources also play a lot of difference in having different strategy for the companies in the same market so yeah it is going to happen that you know maybe my competitor has done meme marketing in certain way it might not work for me mm-hmm. then i have to iterate then i have to strategize then i have to think that what can i do that can mm-hmm. help my company go out in front of people who the same kind of marketing that's right so rashika uh, memes have also been used in the traditional form of marketing when you say out of door the billboards that are there or it could be uh, you know an advertising in uh, i've even seen like when you have uh, certain uh, you know like a trade show you will have a, a flyer in a form of a meme or something right. for a particular company so it is entering even the traditional uh, media that we are using so um, how do you think brands can um, you know execute that thing where you have a meme and you are using it in traditional media uh so like i said uh, like you mentioned right um, nowadays when you go on expos and all you have flyers in form of memes um uh, i think uh, if we have to go offline you can do like a good combination of a gorilla marketing and a meme marketing together uh mm-hmm. making use of public infrastructure to have like uh comic sense to it okay um could be a form of doing this okay i think uh, there was this one uh, video that i had seen uh where uh, there was a board like there was a screen with a division in it and when you swipe your card through it it gives like a it takes like a donation from your card and gives it to an organization but it gives you like a very uh, so what what it was like if the screen is there there could be like a rope uh, on that screen in that screen and when you swipe your card to it the rope gets cut in the screen itself and then it oh. says uh happy escape or uh, thank you for helping somebody escape or cut through the ropes so it's something that is funny when not funny it's something that is relatable and it gives you like a joy for oh. just swiping that card so it's like you're using a public property to make a funny not a funny but a more relatable kind of a marketing over there so something like this 
can be executed in the market okay so rashika in terms of uh, when you're following the trends um, now it's like um, whatever is like there's a lot of influence of american content also you know like uh, when you see the shows or um, you know even it can be american uh, popular content creators podcast uh, their politics everything so if you say global influences are also there for the you know the trending content or memes and also okay so rashika in terms of uh, you know as a strategy when we look at content it's kind of global like we are exposed to a lot of american content it could be uh, the political content it could be the podcasters content creators sports and all that um, and that gets a lot of uh, from the gen z definitely there's a lot of western content impact right we are consuming a lot of the content so as a brand what uh, would be your strategy when you are covering like what would you give say preference to if you have a choice to make or in terms of at least you are covering a part of global and there's more indian like how do you kind of approach it okay uh, so nikhil i feel global and local both content has to be approached in a very different manner because when you go going global you have to understand that your collateral is going to go to a very big amount very large amount of audience now this audience when you talk to them there's going to be cultural difference first of all what you are where you are standing where somebody else is standing cultural difference is a big thing so you have to ensure that your content doesn't really hurt anybody then when we are talking about the same thing you also have to ensure that your humor that you are using is actually funny for everybody it's not mm-hmm. just okay if i if i am cracking like an inside joke where nobody is getting an idea of what i'm talking about so mm-hmm. all these aspects you have to consider when you are taking global content in uh, consideration i mean in place i think one of the best ways so one you make you ensure that these these things don't doesn't happen and the best way to send out a global content or a global moment marketing campaign out is having like you rightly mentioned there are influencers there are global influencers so those global influencers firstly will be able to tell you a little more about how you should approach this and they will be the right channel to spread out your content in front of your global market hmm in local what happens is you can go a little more uh, like you can go a little more deeper in your content because you now is where you can use your inside joke of your entire local areas you could have like something that is trending in your local area and use that as a joke and put it out there here you can go for micro influencers because there are mm. a lot of micro influencers today who don't have a lot of following but for that particular locality they have good followings so speaking of local influencer we've spoke about user generated means i think uh, just pitching that here your influencers can also help you create a lot of user generated means so mm-hmm. uh, user generated means and such kind of content you can have a look at when you're going for a global oh, sorry a local approach that's right yeah i think you covered some new aspects wherein you are actually marketing in a global like the other way around where your audience is global only and you are using uh, maybe moment marketing or meme which would appeal more to uh, the global audience and with that global influencer there would be more of a impact with that content awesome so lastly rashika the if we say 
you know in terms of the executing these uh, meme campaigns and all there can be uh, challenges in space it can kind of backfire also so um, do you have like a you i think mentioned a bit but we can go a little bit deeper into it like a checklist like what is you follow when you are creating this uh, moment marketing or a meme marketing and uh, a general which can be like a best practices for uh, companies and agencies okay uh so uh, i think i'm going to i am going to put a lot of emphasis on brand guidelines to make sure that nothing goes wrong you have hmm. to have very good brand guidelines today what happens a lot of startups when i talk to them about having brand guidelines uh what they give is just the font size font uh, style and color these three things will not help you you have to have a very deep if if you're wanting to do moment marketing if you're wanting to do meme marketing that means you're going to cater to a good amount of audience that means uh you are going to get good returns if you're doing it correctly and if you mm. want to do it correctly you have to invest in it so invest in your brand guideline invest in that booklet that comes for your brand guideline because that is what is going to save your brand because that brand book has what do you say is uh, like the essentials of your brand which people should not misuse or people should not go wrong on if your brand has a way of speaking let's say um let's say if i if i talk of a brand let's say a sports brand a sports brand will be more energetic the the language that they want to use is more energetic more vibrant but if mm-hmm. i have to speak about let's say a food brand they will be a little more subtle they will be more like uh building a nutrition nurturing type so the language mm-hmm. becomes different and if your mm-hmm. me is not going to keep so the in the guidelines this will also come absolutely tonality of your brand your per, mm-hmm. the personality of your brand is mentioned in the guidelines and guidelines. every person who creates content should ensure that that guidelines is been mentioned in fact some big companies mm-hmm. make sure that uh, certain graphics of their uh, personality of the brand is been put up on their walls so that constantly mm. people can see it and they know that acha the personality of my brand is this i cannot go anywhere up beyond or uh, lesser than that so it's that's very right. this is a must in creating any kind of that's it right. so in generally this you know moment or meme marketing um, the approach has to be like a content creator somewhere where it is more informal um now how does a brand there is a Uh, you know create a fine line between where it's you are talking about what is in your mind and heart and the content is around that and then there is a brand guidelines and there are certain restrictive restrictions right like as a brand maybe you cannot talk like that right you can get into a controversy whatever so how do you kind of maintain this fine line the other aspect of brand guidelines which says hmm. the don'ts so in the brand guideline they also tell you what are the things that you should not do hmm. uh, so let's say like uh, if the brand guideline says that you know you have to be kind with your words you have to be narrative you have to be nurturing hmm. but in that aspect you your don'ts are you can't uh, when you're nurturing you cannot be like uh, 
uh, over a spoon feeding people because people might not like things in a spoon fed manner mm. so, those don'ts are what is going to save you from going wrong in your creators or content It's, that's right so like uh, let's say very simple straightforward is like say very common uh, ranting or you know inciting yeah. maybe a little bit hateful comment or towards a particular community and all obviously those are kind of general which a big brand should not it should be in their guidelines so anything if there is a bit of a tone within the your content that then you cannot consider that right or it's some yeah. kind of a topic only which is in those zones a gray zone is better to not get into it absolutely absolutely in fact it gets very difficult at times when you're doing a lot of content work right it yes, gets yes. difficult to understand whether it's aligned to your brand or not That's maybe acha right. my brand is doing this maybe this gets aligned but that mm-hmm. that maybe could be absolutely wrong so the right. guidelines will help Hello. Yes, yes. I think not only brands like if you have reached a certain scale as an influencer or a celebrity, you become a brand per se. So you have to follow those things. That's why when you yes. say certain controversial topics, a mainstream celebrity cannot get into. Yeah, exactly. And should not see because end of the day, you've gone beyond your um, capacity as a like an artist or something, and now you've gone into a you become a brand. So you yes. have to respect that. Maybe a smaller level. influencer or something can talk in that yeah. sense you know right but it's also because you will be targeted the thing is because yes. you are more out there so yes. that is also uh, the flip side of the success and popularity that you you will become an easy time so you have to trade along that obviously you have it's also a cultural thing that maybe um, people there in the west they don't take that thing seriously you can be more about it so that is a development of a country over a period of time and what are the sensibilities so that is gregarious i think brands can play in the gray areas but again have to be very careful uh, mm. when they are playing in the gray area they have to mm. be uh, they have to have the reasons of why they are playing in the gray area otherwise you will be marked so yeah that's right if, uh, if you're giving it to the team then it's it's you have to be safe that body right so be in the white area as much as possible because that will help um, yes, so yes that is that's right awesome so i think uh, it's been a awesome podcast here by rachika and uh, i think a lot of interesting aspects we covered i think it is more mainstream when you talk about moment or uh, meme marketing and we are seeing that impact of it and the more engagement is getting b2b companies also uh, uh, have to create content in you know in these formats so yeah definitely it's looking like something which uh, we all will and i think it creates it it makes it more fun right you know as marketers you discuss so many of these things with other people also because your work is become so mainstream and i think it's kind of enjoyable when these kind of marketing when whenever i'm i'm also executing them i enjoy it more than the other forms of marketing also right uh and plus marketing is so much of a, perce- a perspective uh field that because you're going to cater to a large amount of audience and every audience has a different way of thinking so talking discussing opens up so many horizons of looking at your mm-hmm. audience and so many ways that you can cater to them that uh, that 
such talks actually brings in lot of ideas to your head which also helps a lot it's great that's right and i think they have been that's right sorry no go ahead go ahead yes yes no i was just about to wrap up the podcast any uh, closing comments or anything you have and then we will take it for yes all right uh, so so uh, why before i came into your podcast of course i did quite a bit of a research on you as well and uh, what i've realized uh, is that you are into spirituality as well uh, that's right so i was hoping to get like a little insight from you on that uh, Firstly, uh, would you like to share with us as to why did you move towards spirituality? Um, so for me, honestly, like I might have posted some content in that uh, space, like you know, like reflecting on certain things or my um, opinion in general. But uh, it's more, I mean, um, me as a practitioner, like a little bit, maybe I'm doing a bit of say a meditation or. Uh, uh you know like channelizing your thoughts and all because with as marketers you are like all the time with all the social media so it helps you relax also if you have certain say exercises you do it helps in the whole relaxation because i think body and mind there is a strong connection like if you are in a stress state mentally also body also uh, it kind yes, of sir. gets affected in that sense so yeah i would kind of encourage i had done one particular episode also where a particular person used to hold uh, you know these kind of sessions where it was you integrating say yoga and uh, um, you know chanting and those kind of things within your uh, you know everyday life as well so definitely like this is what i kind of encourage like uh, to keep today's day and age having a calm mind and like for a man specifically a lot of self control is one of the biggest i would say quality for a man so it also helps within that because if you see everywhere um you can say um distraction temptation those things are there so how do you kind of uh, be more centered and don't get like there is a objective that you are going towards that should be there because there are so many of these distractions today so how do you channelize your energies in the right direction so true so true i think uh, spirituality in a way helps you closer come closer to even success because you're being fresh you're just you're mm. not being like over uh, used you're being fresh you're being you're using every aspect of your body in the correct uh, uh, way so speaking That's of right. that i just wanted to ask you one question um So Nikhil, what do you think? Uh, this I think has uh, has been like the marker for me as a decision uh, during my in my uh, career as well. What do you think is important? Is it important to be right, or is it important to be kind? That's right. Um, I have observed that, like, I mean, to be. kind it's something like they used to say when uh, you know we are young our parents also something that uh, be firm but fair kind of thing so right. it's a way of saying i have realized this over period of time that um, everything you can't take it you know literally or on the moment like lot of things are just based on uh, you know an emotion that an impulse is there so uh, when you are communicating a thing also it is a uh, kind of kindness is very important is very difficult to because uh, generally say you uh, 
there's an emotion that comes in generally anger you kind of react to it so uh, you are uh, kind of going in that direction so here is where you have that self awareness and a control on you and then when you speak and generally when you are have a control of yourself kindness comes in like that is an automatic kind of empathy because you it's like you are thinking what you are saying and internally everybody generally is good right so if they are not very impulsive or emotional and they take the emotional um, you know it takes over them so they right. have no control you know like uh, when you say a crazy person he has no control over his emotion right they are just react so generally so but we can get a ten- tendency to get crazy you know in uh, yes. an impulsive so that way i feel um kindness right i won't say because like you don't have to prove something that should not be to anyone you can hold your own um be comfortable with yourself and what you have to communicate you don't have to prove it doesn't have to be like a, a what do you call like a debate with everyone right like you have to prove yourself or something and uh, definitely uh, younger population can get swayed because if you see content also generally if you see polarizing content is getting more traction but i feel that is a wrong indicator you know like you will not um the the people i mean you should be like what you want to be famous for you should be clear in that right if it is you are comfortable being like uh, say a ranting and uh, abusive kind of content then you will get views if you are good in that you'll get views in that also but i don't think long term that will have happiness for you okay, exactly that exactly. is a and i think so speaking of spirituality i'm i i've also i'm trying to get towards it i mean moving towards it so i was reading hmm. uh, i i'm hoping to read bhagavad gita but uh, right now i'm not correctly there in my literature to know it well so i was reading this book the gita by devdatt patnaik and what he says in that book is humans are the only beings that were meant to show empathy um hmm. if you take animals if you take uh, uh, d- uh dogs or any kind of animal right they only serve the purpose or, or they only help those who help them get food or they are only inclined yeah. towards that things that can help them get food but humans hmm. have a tendency or to i mean they can they have the ability not tendency they have the ability to think about others as well Mm-hmm. and uh, that is what makes humans and that is why the word humanity so i think mm-hmm. i agree with you on that i think that yeah, yeah, there's where you utilize that or then if you don't then you are an animal <laughs> so yes exactly that, uh, that's right so yeah definitely like um so there are a lot of things like where i feel the like since we have an animal instinct like generally primitive instinct we gets weighed by those things you know like an immediate emotions that and we go but then we are like animals only then no because whatever is we are feeling an emotion we just react to that so that True. is where you uh, have a more self awareness empathize and then control uh, your emotion like emotions also you use it in a positive aspect you know like uh, if you want to prove something then Uh, accordingly work have a long term form not like impulsively i'll you know yeah. do something to prove something right that's true 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 so true that's right 
so yeah definitely i feel like within social media uh, what you are consuming especially like youngsters like we talked about meme content gen z and all um you can look at your feeds what to follow what to not that also helps a lot in your the what you're consuming and the what output you're getting so definitely and when you see people like um the ones uh, you know who have achieved at a younger age also uh, and i interact with them like in a podcast and also they have kind of they know how to filter out these things you know there is a certain amount of self awareness i see and they know uh, you know what they are doing like when you meet a person you kind of get an idea so okay. yeah definitely or oh, we all should kind of move in that direction Awesome. So, so, so true. Awesome. So great. Uh, so thanks, Rashika. Then so taking all your valuable time for this particular podcast, and um, it's been great inputs from you. And I'm sure the audience, uh, you know, uh, learned a lot from you. And your story also is pretty inspiring. As an entrepreneur, I'm there are a lot of difficulties that come in, like when you're starting on your own. It's not like it's like a first generation. You're doing it on your own and setting up everything from scratch. successfully it's a, a great thing and i think we need a lot more entrepreneurs definitely there's a wave of entrepreneurs but in specifically like services industry the better entrepreneurs you have in it space in the creative space entertainment and all uh, that will uh, you know help uh, us grow a lot like economy wise and people and everything awesome so thanks a lot to the audience uh, for joining us and uh, the mr podcast is there on all the podcast platforms also on youtube please go and uh, subscribe to us and give any kind of feedbacks any kind of specific uh, episodes that you want and a lot of interesting people are coming on the mr podcast thanks a lot for your time i'll see you all take care